very cool. That's what they all. That's what they say about us. They do. They say we're cool cats. Cool like, cats hey. on a cool pod. Oh, you're those cool dudes with that cool pod. You should have heard them when I was walking down the street the other day. I was taking a day. Mm-hmm. I was doing a little walk, try to get some sunshine because you know yep. the, the virus. You can't. You're not. Mm-hmm. Can't. You know. So uh, I took a little walk down the street and I heard somebody cat call me from across the street. It's like, oh. by, like a, a giant uh, group of friends. Uh, and they and they uh, were like, oh, you're that cool dude with that cool pod. I thought I was in a commercial or something. It was crazy. And your, well, your hair was blowing in the wind and there was like, like babies were coming up to you and you're like shaking their hands. <laughs> Well, I meant to say kissing their faces. But okay, so I got babies. And this people. is a weird. Oh, I know. Also. I just said people aren't babies. Babies aren't people. You're a weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're a weird dude, also because <laughs> you, you, uh, you combined like an old Fabio-centric. I can't believe it's not butter commercial with like. No politicking like get out the vote behavior i don't understand what the connection is and then when i said shaking baby's hands i immediately thought one i didn't say no that's not what you do with babies yeah in my head what i said in my head was no there's a pandemic <laughs> we shouldn't be shaking baby's hands <laughs> so okay, like I, I it was implied as if if there wasn't covid then shaking baby's hands is a normal activity that people do <laughs> Well, see, also, I thought what you said was the thing that you thought of after you said that was that babies, wait, babies aren't people. I said that, too. I I said a lot of stuff in a short period of time, and uh, I didn't think through a lot of it, and I did equate that babies aren't people. Things, we got to get some uh, bumper stickers and some some, uh, some lapel pins uh, made uh, to say babies aren't people. Mistakes were, things were said, mistakes were made. You know, Bumper you can't, stickers were manufactured. We don't know. You can't live in the past. You can't live in the past. You got to just move forward, right? I agree 100%. But you know what else I also agree with? Tell me. That my name is Bo. Oh, yeah. We had, well, that's right. We do a show. And my name is Mike. And you're listening to Tope Suicida. What uh, wrestling, wrestling can be. be. And mm. here we are. We have a special episode for you today. Again, Ooh. these COVID times, shit couch, shit closet. Mike's got a beer. I have weed and a water. I get a weed and a water. Can I, uh, <laughs> hey, let, now let's see. Let me see. Hang on. Let me look. Uh, wow. The cheesecake looks really good. Uh, what is, oh my God. What is tiramisu? You know what? Actually, never mind. I'll just I'll take I'll take some weed and some water. So yeah, today's episode is is a special one. Uh, we're calling it. Uh, we're not going to label this on Apple because we'll get denied. But it's the shit house shitacular. Shit house shitacular 2020. The Shithouse Shitacular 2020 inaugural. Boy, that sounds fucking good. It rolls right off the tongue. Almost as much as last week's episode rolled off the tongue with Watchamania 7, WrestleMania 8. Oh, yeah, that was also <laughs> real good. That was also real good. I'm glad we did that, Bo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, here's the thing. 
I don't mind that you're kind of high when we do these, but you were really attached to that weed pen. Like, you're really making friends Dude, with it. It's, I think it's because I'm the more excited I am about the episode, yeah. the higher I get because I know I'm in it, baby, and you're- I can be loose. I don't. I don't have to be focused. There's no guest here. It's just me and you. It's just me and you. And and Frank. And we're the only ones listening back. Yeah. And you're in a closet. There's like you have no. There's no room where you are. You're just in this little heat box. Yeah. Just uh. Thanks for pointing that out, Bo. Just a quick temperature check for those anybody uh concerned about my welfare. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a good. It's like I'm gonna say 75 degrees here in the in the shit house closet. Uh, I'll keep you appraised of uh, my well-being as the evening goes on. The shithouse spectacular is this. Mike and I have picked a collection of matches. He's picked a few. I've picked one of matches we we think are real shithouse. We're going to show them to each other, and we're going to talk about them, and you're going to hear that conversation. Then, before that, though, we're going to work. This is like a, this is like an inception. We're going to work backwards. So before that, though, we have a whole gaggle of shithouse is it shit houses to show each other? But before that, Mike. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Huh? Off the top rope. It's Bose notes. Bose notes. Bose notes. Off the top rope and Bose notes. Wait, wait is two like, segments? It's two segments in one. What segment is it? Is it Bose notes or is it off the top rope? It's off the top rope. It's Bose notes. It's Bose okay. Notes. All right. I, it's, I don't know what jingle we'll use. Uh, no, I got it. I already know what I'm yeah. going to do for it. <laughs> so, um, I told you earlier today that I had huge news and I told you also to not get your hopes up. <laughs> uh huh. So here's a couple of, of, of news bits first, before I tell you the huge news. <clears throat> okay. Huge news. So a couple of non huge news is I <laughs> stop saying huge news. <laughs> I trimmed my beard. We. Oh, you did. So you did. Yeah. Wow. It actually, look, it come. I come across much better in the without a <laughs> giant beard in the webcam. Huh. Uh, also, Nick Jackson made his in-ring return from injury on being the elite in a match they had with two jobbers, which were really just their friends. The uh, I forget what their name was, like High Risk Boys or something. <laughs> also, I don't think it counts. If your come if your match is in your backyard, I'm pretty sure that's not a comeback match. In ring return from injury from his face being caved in by Jericho allegedly. No proof. It's no know. different than if you and if like we uh if I was like come over and jump on my trampoline in the backyard and I was like this is my comeback match. That's the exact it's the exact same thing. It's not there's a comeback. Com- there's commentary. They hit the music. It was real fun. Bose notes. Bose notes. But now it's off the chop rope. Huge news. Wait, what? That wasn't, that wasn't, wait, that, those were just Bose notes? That wasn't That off? was not huge news. Okay, what's huge news? Huge news is Bo watched Raw today. What? <laughs> the whole thing? I watched all one hour and 29 minutes with commercial free Hulu of the two hour Raw oh today. Oh God, why? Post WrestleMania. Huge news. Nia Jax returns. Excuse me. Nia Jax returns. <laughs> like she's got like a wimpy sister called Nina. She returns to in-ring competition during Raw. Yeah. It was a stinker. Uh, 
Becky Lynch gave a post-WrestleMania match interview. That was actually really good, and I thought it was excellent. She was calm. She's like, I'm a pro. I bought. I fought Shayna. I defeated Shayna. Yeah. Now whoever's next, bring them on. It was awesome. Then on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel like huge news. I'm going to just to be fair and like then honest. Then on Raw. Uh, Raw was mostly uh, just stuff that happened at WrestleMania over the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, we're one week removed from WrestleMania, everyone. Hello. Well, this episode is. And uh, But on Raw, on the post-Raw, wait, post-WrestleMania Raw, Bianca Belair is now on the main roster, officially. They made that clear. Yeah. And I know how you feel about that, but let everyone else know how you feel about that. Wait, don't say anything, because I'll tell you what happens next. Uh-huh. So the first match of the evening on this Raw was... Uh, a WrestleMania rematch. So it was the Street Profits versus Garza and Theory. Again, same uh, exact match from WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Bianca was not there. She was in the back. But Zena, uh, Zelina Vega was. Yeah. Eventually, she interferes. The match gets called out. And then Bianca comes out. So so <coughs> what's, it, what's his name in Street Profits? Fucking... Her husband. Montez. Montez. He's being held back, and Zelina Vega's about to kick him in the face, and Bianca's music hits. And it's funny, because, like, okay, her music hits. She should run out and just save him. Yeah. But no, she stops on the ramp, does her spin, twirls her hair. Well, it's just funny, because her husband's, like, struggling in the ring <laughs> while she's doing her whole fucking entrance. Um, and when she gets there, she saves him. No. And then I was like, oh, this is horrible. What are they doing? But then uh. she, cuts her, she cut a really short, concise money promo on Zelina. Yeah. And then they had an impromptu singles match right then and there. Uh-huh. And then some more disqualification stuff happening. And then they had a six-man tag. Yeah. Uh, Mixed-gender six-man tag that uh-huh. eventually Bianca pinned Zelina Vega at the end. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, also, uh, more news. No, Garza's, I'm just... I'm, why, this isn't... You reading, me, you reading me the Raw results is no, not... I just thought, no, this is huge news. I watched Raw. Garza's music is great. It slaps hard and is sexy. I wrote that. That just sounds like a Bose note. And it's not... It's, this is off the top rope. Huge news, Bose notes. <laughs> now, well, it's three, now it's three bits. So the main event of Raw, uh, we cut to immediately after uh, Drew McIntyre wins the belt. Yeah. Right? So uh-huh. we're actually, this is a, this is a recap of, of WrestleMania. Okay. Guess, who, guess whose music hits? Um, blah, where uh, <laughs> is the big show? Uh, was that? Do people get excited about that? I don't know. Uh, no, uh, the big show returns, begins immediate feud with Drew. Uh, and but it's not on Raw, it's still on post WrestleMania from last night. And I Big Show is like goading him into having a match with him. And he says the line, ding, ding, ring the bell, bitch. And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> uh, so Raw ends with Big Show versus Drew for the title. Uh-huh. Uh, Drew won, thank God. And my last note <laughs> is... Uh, Wait, so... they, they, didn't, they didn't Bret Hart him at WrestleMania no, 9 where no. Hogan, Hogan pinned no. Yokozuna? No. I was panicking. Like my heart was beating because I saw... Ang- <laughs> I saw like I saw people angry at Big Show on Twitter and I thought maybe he won the fucking belt at the end of WrestleMania. So I was paying. So my last note the, 
I'm sorry, that would be so fucking funny Wouldn't if they it? had him beat Brock in a four-minute match and then, and then have Big Show beat him right after. Oh, be, that would be silly, but that would that would kind of be WWE. And so the final note uh, is, so Raw sucks. <laughs> I won't be watching Raw anymore. Why did you watch? I thought, you know, I'm going to do... I, I w- it was just on my iPad right next to me while I was reading emails and shit. So it was just there in the background. Yeah. And like, whatever. Background noise. That's what the show is. Anyway, that's... Uh, but that leads me right into... Uh, real quick. We're not because this is a segment. I just want to say before time passes that Otis is my favorite wrestler. Uh, and the reason being is because uh, his ring gear rules. His big old shithouse gut hangs out of his tiny ring be- gear. Yeah. And I love that because it's shithouse. But also his storyline, <laughs> his entire storyline is cheesy and as as it's a it's a humor storyline as it is. Uh. I feel like it's written pretty well, and it's they're doing it really well with like all the background like secret handshakes between Dolph and Daria and all that shit. That's not her. That's her real name. I think. Daria. Well, that's her shoot name, isn't it? No, I don't know. I think it is. I can't. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I know her kayfabe name. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I with you, I don't know who she is. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I just I compare Sonya Deville. It, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. I compare it to like the stuff they're doing with Lashley and Rusev and Lana. Uh huh. And uh, it's just like it's the same idea, but far and away just executed better. Yeah. And I think it's funny because it's it's on the mid card, yet it's executed way better than the the main card. So. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Well, and my favorite wrestlers, my favorite wrestlers, Bray Wyatt. Then how about that? Cool. I can guess why. Yeah, the fucking Firefly Funhouse match. So fucking good. We don't even. I don't think we even talk about it. Everything's been said about it, but it was just so fun. Yeah, it was absolutely the best thing by far and away. The best thing about WrestleMania for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't even. It wasn't even close. That was so much fun and so self-aware. Right. Um, I'm gonna watch that for a full length movie. Oh, dude! Like it was, um, like it, like yeah. I mean, it was self aware. Like it understood the level of like camp that it was playing with, yeah. and I just I don't I don't know who was pulling the strings behind that. Whether it was Bray's concept or what, you know. But whoever it was, I mean, it was brilliant. There was no referee. That was so good. Like, it wasn't a real match. It was like yeah. a fucking acid trip, like Cena's bad acid trip. Yeah. And it's like, did it really happen? Or was this some type of hallucination? Well, be- if it's a hallucination, then Titus was involved because he couldn't believe his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> fucking Titus is bad. What did I just see? Oh. All right, now hang on him, hang on him, hang on him, hang on him. All right, cut. <laughs> Oh my god! No, it, it, it was it was fucking awesome. And like I said, oh, when we, were, we were talking to each other. If we never see John Cena in a ring again, that would be the best kayfabe <laughs> thing so of good. all time. He's gone for like five years. Yeah, he's just done. He's just he's doing his Expedia commercials or whatever with the purple yeah. bull. Yeah, or whatever those were. Yeah. Good haircut it'd be, these days. It'd be yeah, no, such a dad haircut. It's fine. Yeah, he's doing Fast and the Furious stuff now. He's he, I mean he's a big star, but like. Yes, if he made a, uh, what do you want to say, a rock or a Ultimate Warrior-style return to the ring after an extended leave of absence, that would be great. I mean, it would be so cool, especially if it was even not even, it wouldn't even have to be in WWE. It could be in AEW or something. 
Like that would be that, that would never happen. No, it wouldn't. But man, but I could see Bray going to AEW. Yeah, I think so. I was actually when I was watching Raw, I was thinking, man, I just want like most of these people fighting to be at AEW or somewhere that gives them the ability to to you know work differently or work. Yeah, g- grow their their wrestling repertoire. Yeah, totally. But what I'm saying is that uh, if Cena's off for a number of years after this and then comes back, oh my god, that'll be hot. Yeah, the the place would the roof would explode. Yeah, it'd be great. There'd be no roof. There'd be no roof. There'd be no but roof. It would be funny if they brought him back somehow through Bray Wyatt, like he summoned him back, like he's been holding him hostage. Oh, like he's like had his soul. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, then becomes like like a reformed like Wyatt family, but with Ooh. John Cena. Yeah. Ooh, or or if he sticks with the Firehouse Funhouse thing, he just would they just make a John Cena puppet? <laughs> Firehouse was a band. Whatever, and the the, the John Cena puppet <laughs> will live in the in the. <laughs> Sorry, we need a photo. Is anyone out there that can do Photoshop? Could you please Photoshop Bray Wyatt into the band Firehouse? For me? <laughs> anyway, if he was, if there was a John Cena puppet for like five years on the Firefly Funhouse, that would be amazing. Even more amazing is if John Cena voiced it. <laughs> like he, he still recorded the audio for it and sent in the voice tracks, but yes. never showed up on the show. Why aren't we writing wrestling? We should that, write wrestling. Oh my god! I don't know. But I mean, anyway, I just I thought the collaboration between yeah Wyatt and Cena was so good. Like, it, and it had to have come together so quickly because they even incorporated like stuff he said on SmackDown like a week prior, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, how I'm gonna end the career of this weirdo, but he's talking about Bray. But the way it's edited, it looks like he's talking about himself. It was really good. Yeah, God, it was good. It's really good. Fuck yeah, those are our favorite wrestlers. Uh. So let's get right into the is it shit? House oh wait, what? Yeah, that's right. What? No, I forgot. There's uh, uh, something I wanted to ask you. Yes, it's shit. So okay, welcome back, everyone. Here's here's it. You heard it. Sing it again for you. Uh, I got a series of visit shit houses for my man Mike. This first one is I'm calling Wet Guy. Let me get you that. Wet oh, Guy? Oh, you're gonna love Wet Guy. Wet Guy? Yeah. I don't know that I need to see something called Wet Guy. Definitely do. It sounds I, Wet Guy. Oh, I, um. I gotta okay. Watch video, because I like to watch. How okay, react. here we go. Wet Guy. Uh, all right. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna watch. Uh, here we go now. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's wet guy. Why is he wet? <laughs> oh god, what the hell? What? what? You have the audio on, yes? Yes. Good, good. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. No one knows. That's the thing. No one knows. Why is he head to toe soaking wet? Did he do it? He had to have do it, done it. He's running away. 
and he, he slips. He's right. And fleeing. he busts his wait, ass wait, wait, on the windshield. Yeah, so he's like flee- he's like fleeing the scene of the crime, but he is also like, did you see him just like hiding yeah, po- behind that yeah, palm yeah. tree? So there's following tweets after this tweet storm. There's uh, like side by side photos of like the water pouring down on the back of the car with the windshield cracked from his ass. Yeah. Like, in on the roof, and it says the art. And then the next photo is just a screen cap of him kneeled down in the corner looking back at it, and it says the artist. <laughs> It's very good. So, okay. Is it- wait, wait, wait. Wait, the guy in the mask that came out just gave a thumbs up, I think. I think. And then okay, I love. Wait, wait. wait I'm going to screen cap something for you real fast. <laughs> the little girl screaming, that's our car, is also excellent. <laughs> Because her death rattle is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, my freaking God. Wait. (laughs) Let me send you the screen cap. This was the... uh, uh, Here's the the great escape. This was his hiding spot. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the photo of... Oh, that's the artist photo. It's the art. It's the car. And then the artist is right there. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, my so God. So now, answer the question. Oh. Is that shit house? Um, is it shit house? Let's see. <laughs> um, mm, okay. Yes, it's shit house. It's not like... It's not like a 10 out of 10 shit house. There are elements right. of this video that are not very shit house. Like, like this dude, like <laughs> running away and like slipping and falling because he's an incompetent, like he's an, apparently some type of like a wannabe member of the wet bandits from yeah. Alone. <laughs> but like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the people, like the dude taking the video is shithouse as fuck. I think also maybe what happened <gasps> is oh my God. that guy, the artist, <laughs> yeah. he was on the toilet just, you know, using the restroom. And then like something in the plumbing in that apartment <laughs> or that hotel went crazy. And like just the water exploded up and just soaked his body. He pulled his pants up and got the fuck out is what I think happened. <laughs> And there's just water going everywhere. That's what I think happened. <laughs> okay, real quick. Would yeah. that would you rather that happen to you mm-hmm. or, or or would you rather be struck by actual lightning? I'd rather the lightning happen because that would be quick. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. Just think about it. That guy's running on adrenaline. Tomorrow, he's going to feel how he slipped in that car. <laughs> no, it's not even that. To me, like, like the the, uh, the fall and everything is fine, whatever, but it's the embarrassment yeah. of being the dude that was on the toilet when that happened. That's probably why. Well, the toilet is made up. I made that part up. I, it's a hyperbole. <laughs> well, but I think it's a fair hypothesis. I don't, yeah, okay. I, like, it's conjecture for sure, but there are... There are uh, there are much stranger things that you could say, like an alien came down from space and shot him with a super soaker. Do you think you know? when he's going to kneel down, he looks back at the camera? <laughs> In his head, he's thinking, well, I got out of there, but my <laughs> name is still registered to that hotel room, so I'm going to get a call soon. <laughs> I don't know what this dude is thinking, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what would be going through my mind. 
Like, how could it get to that point? Right. Unless, yes, unless something just, like a pipe just ruptured, you know? And it was it, a lot of water. I mean, it was like a waterfall coming it out was, of the second like story a, of that like hotel. The, the amount of water that, like, when a fire hydrant's broken, <sighs> just spewing. Anyway, we got to move on. We have a lot of shit houses. So, you got one loaded up for me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, I, I got a real quick one for you if you want to use it as a, as a, as a, like a, to oh. re- reset ourselves. I got something for you. All right, go for it. I'm ready. Yeah, man. Okay, here we go. And everyone, you're going to see these shit houses in our entire tweet thread yeah. of the episode. Uh, this is um, Mike's first Is It Shit House for Bo? I'm ready. I want you to watch this little old man do judo. <laughs> oh, so the title is uh, Kyuzo uh, Mifune. God of Judo, 75-year-old Judo master destroys students. In parentheses, <laughs> must see, all caps. All right. Okay. <laughs> now, it's pretty clear when you watch this video that, like, uh, uh, no one's trying to kill anyone in this. Yeah. Uh, but I do believe that these students are trying to throw their teacher. They are legitimately trying to throw their teacher. And he is so good at fucking Judo, dude. <laughs> Watch how good this, like, 85-pound judo master is at not getting thrown by his students that weigh twice as much as him. Yeah, they're all very, very much. Oh, that guy's huge. I don't know if I'm at uh, 36 seconds. Yeah. Oh, he just, yeah, he just rolled him over his shoulder. Kata Garuma. That dude's giant. He just got fucked up. <laughs> He's so much he bigger. He almost leg-sweeped him, though. But he didn't get it. <laughs> no, there's so many instances of these giant students trying to throw this tiny man. And, and what's <laughs> funny is like they're so like they're struggling so hard. It just looks like they're dancing with each other. But yeah. you know the student is giving his all. Oh my god! That it said Sumi Atoshi. What are those? The move names? The, maybe? Yeah, those are the throws. So there's there's tons and tons of different kinds of throws in judo. Um, I think it, there's like you know, 90-something of the, you know, and they all have names. Yeah, this tall guy's getting fucked. He's been flipped like three times already. Probably because he's so goddamn tall. Oh, shit! The the Tomo Nage was awesome. Yeah, that sacrifice throw. Uh, But yeah, basically it's just... Oh, great. Oh, oh Ingrid. Hi, Ingrid's like, what about me? Well, I guess we got to pause this here. Not the recording, but I'll pause the video. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to sync up, Ingrid, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> get your hurley you want this can we get it you turkey all right yes that uh i can't watch all 10 minutes of that because that would be bad podcasting but yeah i can see like i said though just like because they're just slowly dancing with each other but i know that like there's so much muscle tension in their arms just trying to f- or the student just trying to fucking flip this master <laughs> and he can't struggle so hard and when he flips them with the moves, they get flipped so fast, too. So it's not like this, a gravy flip. It's like, <laughs> you're giant. Whap, you're on the ground now. Yes, it's, uh, yeah, shithouse. Shithouse. Um, yeah, uh, he is shithouse for sure. Uh, let me get his name again. Very fun. He was judo master Kyuzo Mifune. Whoa. God of Judo. I God of Judo. God of Judo. You'll find him. Very cool. Very fun. Uh, and as someone who used to cover combat sports for a living, uh, mm-hmm. I can say that this is, again, this is not like two guys trying to rip like a gold medal match in the Olympics or something. 
Um, but uh, so it's it's kind of like it's just like sparring. But you are trying to throw each other. You know, yeah. this is not it's not like an Aikido demonstration where um, the point is to run at your teacher with your arm out and then get <laughs> flipped. You know, like. They're they're actually they're they're sparring a little bit, and uh, the fact that this senior citizen is seems to be pretty fucking unthrowable <laughs> is awesome to me. I'm just thinking of the idea of like the rules of a class for things that aren't judo, and the rule is still run at your teacher. <laughs> well, it's you- math class. Uh, once you uh, get the right uh, <laughs> problem, just run at your teacher to solve it. <laughs> Watching Aikido Randori, man, that, that's what it is. It's students running at their teachers with their, their head, arms like, with their arms extended and they get, I'm gonna they get, get you. flipped. I'm gonna get you. Oh, didn't get you. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes, shithouse. Shit house. 100%. So, uh this one's real quick from me. Okay. Uh this was recently found or documented whenever I saved the tweet. Uh, but is this old ass shark shithouse? Oh my God. Um, Can you read the tweet, please? This is a 392 years old Greenland shark that was located in the Arctic ocean. He's been wandering the ocean (laughs) since the year 1627. Isn't that metal? <laughs> oh man! He's just oh, fucking Jesus. solo wandering the ocean for th- almost four hundred <laughs> fucking years, like a lunatic. Dude, we gotta send this to, to Nariko and Dan for their is it metal oh, podcast, yeah. man. This uh, is, yes, definitely. This. <laughs> I'm look, now I've I've pulled up the photo. I am I am looking it over with great interest. So old. uh, I'm going in. This fucker won't die. There's like (laughs) this dude survived. This dude survived like cholera and pertussis and the Spanish flu. Yeah, uh, the fucking fucking human diseases he just has in his body that he's giving places. This fucker. This fucker survived two world wars. This fucker, this fucker's gonna survive COVID. If anything, we should give this fucker a medal, you know? <laughs> this dude should be our mascot. Like, <laughs> like any country that wants to be considered badass needs to make this shark its official <laughs> representative, like, diplomat to the United Nations. The next photo I show you. Yeah. Which I will do next because it's also short and sweet. Yeah. Uh... Is like the human representation of this shark. Okay. So get excited for that. Oh, I'm pumped. So there was a recent tweet thread uh-huh. of some guy doing a Boston crab. Okay. Um, it was an indie wrestler. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, he's like uh, in the PWI. Uh, okay. Top 50 or whatever. Um, but a guy tweeted him. He's like, this fucker's doing a Jericho's Lion Tamer whilst Jericho. Um, and, uh, and so the guy retweeted his response. is like, uh, it's called a Boston Crab. It's public domain, dude. <laughs> and then some guy uh, sent this photo to that tweet thread saying, hey, this person, the name of the person, but uh, I won't say it to ruin it. 
Uh, he said, this person must have learned it from Jericho, too. And let me know if this is a shithouse photo. Yeah, it's like George Hackenschmidt or something. <laughs> it's fucking Luther. <laughs> oh, my God. Explain oh what you're seeing. God in heaven. Fucking kill me. Kill me. <laughs> oh, that's the most shithouse thing. And is it, what one, is it shithouse? Two, is my shark analogy apt? <laughs> fucking seen Bo and it was incredibly apt you need to do a side by side comparison when you post this to Twitter okay. like like, like uh, it's like a spirit that inhabits two things at the same time and it's Stan Hansen putting this god forsaken Boston crab on this poor dude oh my god I wonder who he's got I'll tell you what Stan's oh. got perfect posture on that sit <laughs> oh he is god. just 90 degrees <laughs> Stan <laughs> the best part of it is how he's, how he's he's like uh, like a dad after he has to run any length of time like the way like the way his legs are splayed out yeah yeah his way is his mouth is agape with his mustache. He's just, <laughs> oh my god! So um, you, uh, you already said it, shit house, and yeah. So uh, awesome. <laughs> oh my god! This is a good episode idea. I like oh, this idea. Jesus Christ! Oh, you know what? Actually, though, huh. I found another. Uh, hang on, I found another um, good uh, Stan Hansen photo here. Uh, I, it might have been from the same <laughs> same match. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me get it. Let me get it here. That guy in the hold, when he releases the hold, is gonna have Stan Hansen's belly button hair on his butt somehow. Yeah, that's how far <laughs> the bend is. Okay, let's see. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, okay. I got this other photo of, of Stan. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's a picture of a walrus that's really dumbfounded that someone stole his fish hey you guys seen this sea bass it was right here have you seen it i just had it I, I swear I turn around for not two seconds and it's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. All right. Is that the shithouse or do you have another one? No, that was okay. just a... Uh, <laughs> that was an impromptu, is it Stan Hansen? <laughs> is it Stan Hansen? <laughs> Woo! Is it Stan Hansen? Yeah, baby. We're bringing that one back. That's a good look. Uh... <laughs> Okay, wow, having fun today, having some yep. fun. Shit house spectacular. Thanks for joining us here on episode 23 of Tope Suicida presents Tope Drips presents Shit house spectacular. Shit house spectacular. Okay, Bo. Yes. Uh, before I show you this, I have I'm to ready. I sort of have to get your consent because I don't want to show oh. you anything that's going to like traumatize you. Okay. Okay. This is uh, this is an injury that someone sustains. Jesus, or what kind of injury? Um, Tell me it, the body part. It's a leg injury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's bad, but it's also not like 
um, it's not grotesque, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it, I mean, it's it's not great, but um, he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay, do it. Okay. Let's do it. I'm All ready right. for it. It's a video. It's from the first ever World's Strongest Man competition from 1977, uh, which Franco Colombo was in. He's a uh, bodybuilder, and basically, like when Arnold was winning the uh, the like the heavyweight division of Mr. Yeah. Olympia, he was typically winning the lighter weight division. He was a, he was one of the best bodybuilders in the entire world. So the title everyone is the World's Strongest Man Classics 1977 Colombo 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 Colum is it Colombo? I always said Franco Colombo, but it, maybe it's, it's Colombo. I don't know. Whatever. He has serious leg injury. Give it call us if you're still alive and and we'll get your last name for you. Uh, <laughs> He's not, unfortunately. So I, uh, before we play this, I feel like I know what's going to happen. It's going to be a squat. Nope. It's going to be... Oh, okay. Well, the leg's going to buckle out for something. It's going to snap in half or some shit. All right, all right. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a squat, but you got to see what they're doing. I can't believe they ever did this. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> Do you see what the, the refrigerator? Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't started yet, but... <laughs> you see what the competition is? Is he in the yellow? Oh, uh, let me see. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> they cut away pretty fast. They cut away pretty fast. <laughs> Wait, the best part, I just paused it. He is uh, not going to beat Mark Baton's time. <laughs> oh, I... All right, I gotta keep. All right, keep the, keep going, and uh, Franco gives a little interview um, here while he's on a stretcher. It's very good. <laughs> I saw, so it's I had the I had it small, so it was still small thumbnail. Uh -huh. But I saw, uh, yeah, his two feet met, and then his legs stayed the same place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's broken, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I paused it. The biggest problem is it's uncomfortable. It's not too much pain, though. Dude, you're in shock, bro. <laughs> I wanted to win because I was behind in points, so I began to run, and that was the wrong thing. So, yes, that was shithouse. It's the response that shithouse, because he's in so much shock, he doesn't realize that his leg got cut off just now. Totally he fine. just cut his leg off with a refrigerator. He gives he gives he gives the columnist interview like like nothing happened. Also, the competition is you have to to take put a refrigerator on your back and then run a race. Hey, the other guy did it great, you know? Oh my god. Yeah, he weighed a hundred pounds more than Franco. <laughs> God. He's a small guy. <laughs> I didn't realize how small he was. Well, look. Well, okay, when I say small, I mean Franco well, is probably 250 yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everybody anyway. in the world's strongest man was, you know, pretty much over 300 pounds. Like. I think we're hitting 100% uh, shit house out of the park today so far. <laughs> right. Uh, so this next one I have. So <sighs> I told you about that squared circle show, right, on NWA. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, the match involved in that first that first episode. There's only two right now. Okay. Uh, was I forget who they fought? Some really shit shit house guys that uh, uh, Nikita was training. Oh, Nikita Koloff. Yeah. And he's in their corner. And the other guys are a father and son duo. PJ is the son. I forget Lance Hawks or Logan Hawks. 
and their father son uh and they, they showed really wrestling but i i knew i heard the pj hawks name somewhere and it's because i had bookmarked a shithouse for you oh and so here is this is it shithouse okay of pj hawks <laughs> pj hawks he's probably 22 okay his dad's probably our age okay watch that video all right <laughs> oh my god no. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh I liked god. watching your reaction to that because you, your shoulders got all tense. Dude. It, though. It's pretty badass, right? So what just happened so the listener can tell me about PJ Hawks' maneuver. This maniac. <laughs> This dude who um, goes to bed every night watching New Jack matches <laughs> climbed, climbed up on the second story of a f- fucking mall yeah. and ju- jumped off with a flying body press. I don't know, probably a good 25, 30 feet in the air. Um, you know, and hold on, let me watch that video again real quick. He is abs- he's absurdly high. So that bald guy, that's his dad. That's the other Hawks. The bald guy that catches him. Oh yeah. There's only three. It's the, his dad, his partner, and the, the other tag team that catch him. Yeah, Which that's yeah, really yeah. scary because that that many people or that high with only three people catching you. <sighs> so and Helico in Lucha Underground was doing jumps like that off of really high things. Not that high, but that kind of shit. <sighs> um that we'll watch eventually. So is it shit house? Yeah. Man, is it shithouse? Fuck. Is it, okay, is it dangerous? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it daring? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it take nerves of steel to do that kind of stunt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it shithouse? I don't know if it's shithouse. It's, it's, uh, the jury's out. I think it's kind of... Could, uh, just, be, could just be stupid. <laughs> I think it's kind of not shit. I think it's not shit house. Right. Hey, I'm PJ Hawks. Welcome to Jackass. And he jumps off the <laughs> Like, like I have, um, I'm so glad that he's okay. Yeah. He looked like a million bucks on that squared circle episode. But as a wrestling, and I understand why someone does that at this point to try and get noticed. Right. But I don't feel like it's shit house in the same way that Stan's Boston crap is shit house, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I, w- I would agree. You know, but, but, but I would still recommend that you go watch that squared circle. It's only like they're only like 20 minute episodes. On oh, YouTube. OK. Yeah. They're only one match. That's it. Cool. Uh, and I think you'll like both teams and the Hawks were he and his dad were really good. Cool. And the other yeah. two guys were just two bald shit houses. They looked great. I'll check I it out. Forgot their name. Uh, so you you have one more shit house for me? I got one more, one more, and then I have two more, and then we'll watch some wrestling. Shit house for ya. Here it comes. A boom. Harley race on stiffing Stan Hanser and, and Bruiser Brody. So this is a story, I assume. This is a story uh, that he tells about being in the ring with Hanson and Brody. And if you know anything about pro wrestling, you have heard stories. Guys talk about how, um, you you know, being in the ring with Hanson or or Bruiser Brody 
or Vader, that all those guys is like you were kind of fighting for your life. Um, and Harley Race is notorious as one of the most tough individuals that's ever been in pro wrestling. This is his story about not taking any shit off of guys like Hanson and Brody and sort of um, letting them know he, he was not one of the people that would tolerate their type of right. stuff. Yeah, he's not putting up with their stiff shit. Right. Right. I just, I'm a sucker for the old man's southern drawl. It's not too southern. Where is he from again? I believe he was from Kansas City. Okay, it's southern. Do <laughs> you know what year this was, interview? No, I don't know what year the interview was from. <laughs> I ain't ever worried about anyone being stiff. <laughs> Fuck, no, you weren't. <laughs> like, he's like, if you let him be Stan Hansen, it's fine. But if you want to wrestle him, not good. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Nick again? Uh, Nick Bockwinkle. Okay. <laughs> oh, if you want this to go further, just tell me. I love that. Especially the end, he's like, you just got to let them know you don't want to tolerate their bullshit. <laughs> and uh, once you let them know that, it's usually fine. <laughs> so. Well, that's the thing, though, is that you, have you ever seen the video of Lex Luger in a cage with Bruiser Brody? <laughs> no, but it sounds like something I really want to watch. <laughs> so as you would as you would expect, um, Bruiser Brody being um, uh, kind of the uh, unpredictable individual that he was known to be or rumored mm-hmm. to be. Um, he wasn't, he decided in the middle of the match, I guess, that he wasn't so crazy about selling for Lex Luger and putting Lex Luger over. And this is like 1985 or something. Like Luger's. And I I don't put it past him, you know? (laughs) Luger's a rookie, right? He's just done. And Brody just stops selling his offense. Um, he doesn't like hurt him or anything, but it's pretty clear he is now in full uncooperative mode and Luger's in a cage with Bruiser Brody going into business for himself. And he, oh, no. he goes, Luger, I believe Luger gets the fuck out of the cage. <laughs> so, and Lex Good. Luger is no little guy. This dude plays no, pro big. football. He's, you know, there's all these guys that are in pro wrestling. Like, they're all great athletes or they're all tough guys or whatever. But, like, people did not fuck with Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, Vader, Haku, Andre the Giant, like there's a list of guys that yeah. people did not fuck with. Brody and Hanson were like on that list. And, <laughs> and so for her, and, and of course, Harley Race as well. I don't know that anybody ever tried yeah. uh, with Harley. I mean, I guess maybe these two guys, but like <laughs> for him to be like, yeah, I'm not, you know, whatever. I didn't really sweat Stan and Brody because uh, I didn't have to. I thought was pretty fucking shit out. Because, like, have you shook my hand? I'll destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was very shithouse. It's actually, the most shithouse part of it is the calm demeanor of the delivery of said explanation. (laughs) It's perfect. Just like another day in the office. And the thing, like, Nick Bockwinkle's a great example. Super good wrestler. Like, like, wonderful worker. He cut great promos. He wasn't a screamer, but, like, all his promos were really good and, like, he made good points when he's making his promos. Just a consummate pro uh, and and a really great legendary pro wrestler, but not really regarded as a shooter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 
also that when when Harley's telling him like you don't want to start this one, let me start it, just to get the get the tone of this match correct. Just to let him know, yeah, <laughs> right. Like okay, no, I'm starting the match, uh, and there's not going to be any bullshit. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and he tosses him out of the ring, basically. That's oh, so Is good. It, uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, yes, shit house, one hundred percent. Great. Now. This video I'm about to show you, I need you to listen to the dialogue uh-huh. intently because it's the final line that is the question, is it shithouse? Okay. Okay. It looks like I'm about to watch a clip from an anime. I think it's Digimon or something. Did you? Okay. Okay. Shithouse is fuck! <laughs> Pretty nice friends you got there. <laughs> so shithouse. Oh, man. Fuck. The fucking, the fucking balls to bust that quip out. That, fu- that fucking villain. Okay, basically, <sighs> I don't know the dialogue, folks, because I haven't watched in a while. Uh, well, you explain it, Mike. You just watched it. <laughs> well, apparently we have some type of uh, race that's about to take place. There's a referee involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have... Uh, it's di- like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Digimon <laughs> or something. Yu-Gi-Oh! or Digimon. And you have uh, <laughs> David, <laughs> who is the... Uh, I'm going to watch it again real fast. I will watch it as well, I guess. Da- <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so David has got these really nice friends. And they're all saying really nice, encouraging things to him. Like, you can do it. And even if you can't, we won't think any less of you. <laughs> and then the antagonist. <laughs> the, the heel the heel turns. We Also, the great thing is we never see David. <laughs> we David don't know is who David screen. is. <laughs> oh, my God. But the heel turns to David and goes, that's some real nice friends you got there, David. <laughs> <laughs> totally smarmy. <laughs> Just punking David before his foot race in fucking Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon he's like, or whatever. David's like, I do have good friends, but what does he mean by that? And then fucking the dude, the heels in David's head. Oh, man, he's got David's David. fucked. Oh, man, it's like Clubber Lang in Rocky's head in Rocky 3, man. There's no way. There's no way David wins that race. No, no. He lost that race before it even started. So. My final shit house. I may okay. have shown this to you. Yeah. But there is a uh, comedic person on Twitter named uh, Casey Frey. Okay. That I follow. And he posts really funny videos. And sh- I like his stuff. And uh, this one had me dying. Now, it's a little over two minutes, but I need you to watch all of it. Okay. Because it's very important to me. And I think it's important to our friendship. Great. And I'm stalling because I can't seem to highlight. Yeah. The link. Got it. It's okay. good. I like it when people show me things that are important to our friendship. Yeah. Here it comes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, the Twitter poster is Casey Frey. Yes. Um, the caption is, you know what I noticed about you. Yeah. It's a question, though. You know what I noticed about you? And the U's aren't spelled out. They're just the letter U. And then there's some type of emoji. Oh, there's a just handshake. Just watch okay. the... <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Just want to hit it again? Shit all night? 
my you know God. What, Mike, you know what I notice about you? <laughs> you like love, shitting, though. I love the shit. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> um, it was amusing, Bo, but it's not shit house. <laughs> no? It's not shit house. No. Huh? No, I really appreciate you bringing these these uh, <laughs> daring, like these daring shithouse submissions, though, where it's really not clear whether it's shithouse. It's one you got to think about. I appreciate what about, that. What about the line, what are you thinking for dinner? I don't know. <laughs> Let's hit up the same place. Oh, you want to hit up the same place and shit our brains just, out? Just shit all night. <laughs> it's such a good line. Anyway, <laughs> but thank you for uh, indulging me. Uh, that's all I got for his and shit house. Oh, wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, great. We're going to get into our, uh, first shithouse match of the evening. If you want to watch along, please do. What it's on the WWE Network. Um, it's William Regal versus, uh, Fit Finley, but I believe he's billed as the Belfast Brawler. So I'm back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that match wow. was such a good way to start that. Oh, did you see what Finley just did? That was awesome. Oh, I pressed pause. Let me oh, play again. He got up after taking the pile driver. He grabbed the bumper. Oh, the bumper. <laughs> he's threatening with him. He, he's threatening the referee. And oh, he and he hits it. And then he throws it, and it broke the glass. That, that was like poetic. Oh, fuck. Okay, here's what I was so tempted to say a lot of this stuff while we were watching it, but I want to save it for this because this is what the listeners will hear. Uh, I like how this is like not an impromptu parking lot match. This is scheduled. We have bought the four cars. (laughs) We have organized them and lined them up together to be really cool looking so the headlights go in the center. (laughs) It's just really a really neat way to present it instead of just going, all right, go out, fight in the parking lot. Oh, and here's some glass tubes, or here's some pipes. It's like, no, here's these four cars. We put them there on purpose. Fuck each other up now. <laughs> also, the way the match starts, where it's just like, okay, we're back from break, and they've started beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this live. Did I tell you that? No. I remember watching this episode of Nitro, uh... And seeing this, I I don't think I particularly liked it at the time. Yeah. Um. It just like it wasn't my style, wasn't my thing. Like I didn't quite understand why they were doing it, or you know, right. it just didn't it didn't resonate with me. But looking back, I think like I remember this match. You know, yeah. like I don't remember anything else from this episode of Nitro. Like I'm looking down the, you know, uh, Flair uh faces the giant. Uh, uh, the Steiner brothers fight fire and ice. Uh, Harlem Heat faces Lex Luger's thing. I don't remember any of, of those this matches. Nitros or this, uh, yeah, Money Nitro sounds like a snoozer. Uh, <laughs> a real snooze fest. <laughs> but I remember this match. Uh, and I think that that is, uh, I don't know. That's telling. Well, I think, <clears throat> sorry, everyone, coughing there. Certifiably. Shithouse. I wanted to know the whole match. Where did the blood come from? Whose blood is it? Is it, was it Finn's to... right thigh? Because that was very bloody. Is it's, uh, it, Was it Regal's left elbow? Because that was really bloody. It looked like Regal's chin was bloody too. 
but that might have been the low definition of the video quality. Yeah, and you know the other thing that I really liked about this match was Bischoff putting it over as an announcer. Like, you know, Bischoff was never my favorite wrestling announcer, for sure. Yeah. But in this situation where he's, like, saying, okay, this is too much, like, stay wide. You guys, like, telling his cameraman to stay wide because it's, like, too violent and this is not necessarily what we like to broadcast on our program. Yeah. Um, So, like, the finish... You get that wide when you get the backdrop on top of the car and then Regal hits the pile driver. That's all from, like, the A-cam. Yeah. Can you uh, think about, like, what that would look like nowadays, production? Oh, there would wow. be, like, a camera guy right in front of it just zooming in and out. Or, no, he'd zoom out, then as soon as he did the pile driver, when his butt hit the car, he'd zoom in real fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then back out, so it's like, oh, what, what an impact, instead of just showing the metal dent. Well, and it's also so powerful to watch it from a distance because you're like, right. oh, fuck. Like, you want to lean closer to see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's um, like when they do, like, big moves off the top rope and they cut to the far hard cam. It's like, that's much better than sometimes they'll do cameras. Like, they don't do much in WWE anymore where they'll do, a bu- like, aerial above the ring. Yeah. And then pe- when people jump, you don't, it's like you you don't see how much height they're getting. Right. You don't see the impact because it's all just one almost two-dimensional looking view. So Right. Good production is important. It's key. And it seems like it can be done really easily, mm. as with everything in wrestling. But some people overthink it, I guess. Well, but anyway, yes. there, there was my first offering. Shithouse uh, indeed. Blast from the past, something that resonated from uh, my childhood. And I'm really glad we got to watch that. Me too. And cool. now, let me take you to a pay-per-view called WCW Uncensored 1995. Ooh, baby. I need you to go there, and we're going to watch this match. The Harlem Heat, who are the tag champs at the time, versus the Nasty Boys in a Texas Tornado match. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a Texas Tornado match just means they're all in the ring together beating each other up. There's no tags. Uh, And this one might spill to the outside. I bet it does. So we'll see see you. We'll see you all back uh, on the flip side. Yeah, I think someone did pin, which is off camera. Oh, so Nasty, yeah, Sags pinned Booker. Oh, really? Off camera when they were focusing on Stevie Ray with the mustard (laughs) beard. So, again, WCW, real good production. Production, man. Fucking. Um, Yeah. Holy shit. That was the Nasty Boys versus Harlem Heat for the belts. And now Nasty Boys are the tag champs. I think it was a title match. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I uh, see the power, the power slam. Yeah. See, we caught the power slam in the background, and then the camera moved to the right with Stevie Ray, and that's when he pinned him. He tried to kick out, but there's just too much slurping, <laughs> too much mustard. <laughs> uh, wow, Bobby, great jacket, right? All right, so uh, what do we think? We're back. What do uh, we think about that? That was absolutely. Totally 100% shithouse. Yeah, it's fucking great. I love it. Holy shit, Bo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It starts out in the ring. Completely shithouse is in the ring because all four giant, giant, giant men are in there. 
Yeah. And then it spills out mid-match into the outside to finish off the third act of the... Well, so the first act was the... Was, you know, Sherry coming out, the sneak attack. The sneak attack was Second awesome. Second act was the in-ring. And then the third act, really pivotal to the storytelling. They go outside to uh, a fake <clears throat> concessions area with cotton candy, mustard. No hot dogs or ketchup, just mustard. <laughs> and they fight. And they slip on Slurpees. And someone's tailbone had to have been broken. Right? Oh, my God. It was just like... Four consecutive minutes of everyone slipping on concrete. <laughs> I, I, am, I, I am shocked. They stayed on that slick concrete longer than I ever thought possible. Longer than they should, <laughs> definitely. It was great. Yeah. So, would you say I, I'd say it was shit house? Uh, okay. Before we go any further, it was beautiful. You can stop me if this is a conversation that needs to happen off podcast, but. Okay. The match we just saw before this one, um, does that qualify for the shit house challenge competition? Uh, the the I think maybe they both do. Okay, good. So that's okay. They're in it then. I we think can, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that we're two for two here in terms of real shit house shit. Um, but we'll have to make a list, of course, like a proper list, and yes, of decide whether we want thirty-two matches or sixty-four matches. Right. You know and figure it out but i i think that they're def those guys both those matches are definitely in the running yes for sure so what's your next match i'm so glad you asked so this third offering we have is uh a very famous match uh from the very first starcade back in 1983 um it is a dog collar match between rowdy roddy piper and Greg the Hammer Valentine. It is uh, notorious for being, <laughs> for being uh, one of the most shithouse things uh, that's probably ever happened in pro wrestling. And uh, yeah, these are two guys that, uh, at least in storyline, uh, hated each other enough to need a match where um, they could not get away from each other. They guaranteed that neither one could escape by basically being attached at their necks by a leather strap. It's a stipulation that says, hey, somebody's going to win this fucking match or no one gets the key to get out of this dog collar. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. Starcade 83, November 24th, 1983, a historic event. I believe Ric Flair beats Harley Race for the world NWA world title in a steel cage tonight. But right now we're going to check out... Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine in the dog collar match. That match of the three so far, I'll tell you what, that match is going on the bracket, however big the bracket is, and whoever goes up against that match, tough competition. God help you. Because that fucking ruled. And I was right. Wow. I had seen it somewhere. Somehow I've seen that match. I don't know when, but it's it, some moments are ingrained in my memory. Like we flings him over to choke him. Valentine's choking Piper at the end. Uh, just the just the, the whipping of the chain over and over on Valentine's thigh and the back of his head and and his the double axe handle whipping over when he's on his knees. Fuck! Fuck! 
Dude, they just beat the shit out. They just beat the shit out of each other with a giant chain for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, man, Crowd so good. It. Also, all the um when they bleed in the match, it ma- it makes sense. It's after something happens, you know, and it's in the right spots. Yep. Like Piper's bleeding on his on the side of his hair is uh, or the side of his head with like on yeah. his ear where where Valentine cracked him with the chain and Piper bit Valentine on the face, so he's bleeding in the forehead. Like it just—it happened when it should happen. That's yeah, cool. As it hell. all makes sense. It all makes sense, and they're not trying to do something cute with the chain. Like, God, if if such a match, a match like this would never happen in a major organization today. But um, I know what would happen. If, can I tell you? Or do you have something? Yeah, tell me. Tell me what would happen if this match, this if a match, dog collar match, <laughs> happened in WWE. So. Eventually would make its way up to the top of the ramp, the entrance ramp. But the, the pay-per-view set would have like weird poles or something so that yeah. low enough. So the let's let's put it's Roman Reigns uh, versus Randy Orton. That's the match that's happening at Dog Collar. Uh, oh, God. Roman Reigns has the upper hand against Randy. Randy's on his knees or at the top of the ramp. So what Ra- Roman Reigns does is he undoes Randy. He takes Randy's collar off. But then yeah. he takes that collar and throws it, loops, loops it over one of the hanging things, and then straps it back onto Randy's neck. And then Randy's still like, he can't get up. He's so hurt. But So Roman will find a box, and Roman will get on top of that box, and he'll try to Tarzan swing into, using his neck, he'll try to Tarzan swing into Randy Orton. You're, yeah, you're right. That's what would happen, and it would suck. <laughs> They're trying to swing. Be Tarzan would be bad. Oh, There'd be no God. blood. <laughs> the the chain would be plastic, but painted black. <laughs> God damn it! You're yes, that's exactly yes. Okay, so this was the opposite of that. This was two grown men beating the shit out of each other with a real chain, <laughs> and bleeding all over the place. Like this is also a a, a beautiful example of how like wrestling i no doubt wrestling is painful as yeah. a wrestler like th- those dudes were really whipping each other with a chain like that has to suck so bad the collars around their necks were like thick real leather but like at no point during that match like they got so much of a be- like a great reaction from the crowd like they got so much out of that match and at no point did I ever think uh, anyone was in danger. Yeah. You know, like like somebody was really, like their life was being threatened or well. something. And when I see people <laughs> jump off of super high shit. Piper's face did get purple on many occasions from a choke or two. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It did. But it's, it's that's very controlled. A controlled purple. Like, I get you. Like Piper can help make his face look purple. That's true. By Hold straining. his breath. He can do. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the crowd just ate it up. They just. They just. And when Piper made his comeback, oh my god, they were they were ape shit, man. They were they were little old ladies jumping up and down and screaming, and it was just it was that's exactly what pro wrestling can uh, be. Yeah, right and there. my uh, listeners, you know old listeners that have been here since day one know I just love an old lady fan in the 1990s and 80s. I love them. Uh, They're always ringside. They're the best. They they give the heel shit, which is awesome. They believe it. They're there for it. They're kayfabe. I love them, these old women. (laughs) They love it, man. They buy in. They buy in so hard, and they are great fans. I love them. So, 
the final match. What is it? But I might need to feed my cat because he's talking to me. He's walking around going. Meow, 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 meow. He's like on um, uh, Mr. Rogers. Mew, 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 mew. Mew, 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 mew. Mike is just sitting. I can see his webcam. He's just over there grinning, letting me go. He's just <laughs> letting me keep going. What's the fucking fourth match? <laughs> You're not taking a breath. Okay, I can't jump in because you don't even take a fucking breath. You're already on to Daniel Tiger and shit. <laughs> Dude, I got so much happening in my brain at all times. I can't quiet okay. it. But I'll try. Here I go. <sighs> the next Tell match. Tell us that match, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Mm, this one is really... um. Not necessarily like the other the other ones that I brought to the table. I was pretty sure that you were gonna be like, "Oh wow, this is really fucking shit house." This one I think is kind of on the uh, it's on the border between shit house. I'm not totally sure whether it is shit house, and I need you to watch very carefully to uh, be able to kind of break the tie for me. And tell me whether it's shit house or not. I mean, I'm not totally shit house, but also could not make the bracket as well. So yeah, I'm ready for it. So what is it, and where should I go? It is, it is another parking lot brawl uh, between. And actually, I believe this is called a Latino Heat parking lot brawl. Okay. (laughs) Between, of course, Eddie Guerrero, Latino Heat himself, the late great Eddie Guerrero. And everyone's favorite new dad, John Cena. This took place on an episode of uh, WWE SmackDown, September 11th, 2003. Really, I'm at a loss here, man. I really like that match, but holy (laughs) shit. Did Cena gig himself up? I think he cut himself off camera. See all that blood? Yeah, he was he anyway, busted up pretty I good. I don't know about this match. I liked it a lot. I like uh, yeah. Eddie's hydroed out, you know, truck, his Dodge Ram yeah. or whatever, his Ford F1 3000. I like all the cars in a circle. <laughs> I liked the seatbelt spots. I liked that John Cena tried to cut. Uh, Eddie's foot off with a lawnmower, an active lawnmower. <laughs> um, let me turn off yeah. the match now. I liked the windshield wiper spot. It was stupid. Uh, I liked the gimmick car they kept throwing each other into and breaking all the glass with their heads. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the frog splash at the end. Chavo taking a hubcap to Cena's head and snapping in two was cool. Yeah. I think that belongs on the bracket, man. Okay, I I kind of think it does too. I think it's really good. I do think that it is. Um, now, granted, okay, I think that the cars pointed um, in a circle in the parking lot. I think that WCW probably ripped that off from Lionheart, which is a Van Damme movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, from like 1990. Uh, but uh, I don't really have a problem with WWE than doing the same thing because I think it's a fun like you're creating a little mini ring for the guy like here's the area of combat we know what you have yeah. to work with the only my own really my only criticism of that match is that Eddie didn't bleed after getting his head tossed through the 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 window yeah, of the car. it would have been even more 
cool if it bled because the first time he just bounced off of it and didn't do anything, which I don't think was probably yeah. not the plan. <laughs> probably the first time no. would be the one they wanted to do. Man. And the windshield wiper spot was it very was silly. silly. Uh, that was ridiculous. But it was also kind of like Eddie was like fired up and was like, you can't explain. You're like, trying to explain hey, it. Hey, dude, <laughs> get, hey, man, guess what? Get, guess what I can do? Watch this. I, I, I've got you in a position that's compromised, so I'm going to have some yeah. fun with you. That's okay. Um, and that was kind of Eddie's character, too, was like, you know. He's kind of that, an asshole that, goofball of that generation, that time. Kind of puff his chest yeah. out and, and you know, I could see Eddie really taking delight in um, – Making someone slightly uncomfortable by using the windshield wipers on their face. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we also oh. learned, since you're not going to hear any of the match commentary, we also learned, or I learned, that this match was plugged in to this competition, or not competition, this episode, because Mike wanted to fool me with a, is it Bradshaw? Yeah. And I yeah. saw Bradshaw in the background almost immediately. I don't how tell me your mental process when that happened. Were you bummed? Were you excited? What was your what were you going through? Oh, I was bummed <laughs> for sure. Cause I was really looking forward to getting through like seven eighths of the match and me me being able to like drop little hints about like, man, they just really they got like everybody out here from the SmackDown locker room, man. There's like everybody. They got you know, you got Funaki, you got Josh Matthews, you got uh you know, I don't know who else was doing it. Paul London, here's, like whoever else was doing SmackDown at the time. Here's a guideline I think you should follow if you want to fool me with Bradshaw going yeah. forward. I would say anything yeah. APA and beyond, acolytes and beyond, yeah. I'm going to notice it immediately because yeah. that's what I watch. You're going <laughs> to... Like, like, how far in the background is Bradshaw? But I saw his arms and his giant quaffed hair. <laughs> His big old quaffed hair. I'm like, there's JDL <laughs> shitting in people's bags, drinking beer, punching people in airplanes. There's JBL. Uh, <laughs> fucking Hawkeye. The way that you spotted Bradshaw. We were like six seconds into the match. Bradshaw was way the fuck back in the frame. There was no, like... It was, you were like, oh, there's Matt Hardy. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, he's noticing dudes. Is I that need to, why you're I being need to take it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, was like, I was like, focus focus on the match. Get both focused on the match. And then, <laughs> like and then I wanted that bombshell of, hey, Bo, guess what? I wasn't this. What I knew this was shithouse. I didn't need you to tell me if this was shithouse. What I needed you to tell me was, is it Bradshaw? <laughs> and it certainly was. And he was, it was Bradshaw, everybody. Spoiler he quite, alert. He's Spoiler rocking alert. that hair where he's got a really good hairline. It's a side part. And it's just exploding off the top of his head. <laughs> it's like yeah. bleached. It's like a like it's strawberry that's, that's blonde the, Bradshaw. That's like the blonde we got tonight. And most of, like Valentine, that's what his blonde was as well. His manager's mustache yeah. was that blonde. <laughs> or whoever the guy yeah. was that stole that woman's hair. Oh, funny thing yeah. is, people don't know what we're talking ah. about when I say when I reference the guy that stole the woman's hair. Oh boy, watch the dog collar yep. match back on the WWE Network, and you'll know what Bo's talking about. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that about wraps it up with the shit house spectacular. I had fun. Uh, we've been recording for almost three hours. The episode will probably be, that's the, the show. show will probably be an hour. We'll see. It's gonna Me be too. great. That it was, was a blast. So fun. Uh, but hey, everyone. Uh, what I want to tell you though is if you're bored during these quarantine times, reach out 
Tope Suicida Pod at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all there, all the time. I'm on it. Mike's on Twitter there. He'll listen if you talk to us there. And uh, communicate with us because we want to talk with you. We want to know who your favorite wrestler is. We want to know what you thought of the matches, what you think of our show. Rate, review it, subscribe, share it with a friend. Email us at topesuicidapod at gmail.com. Sign up for the Patreon when we eventually set it up. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Bo Rosser. Follow Mike on Twitter at Mike from TV. You know, I'm getting some new fa- I'm getting some new followers really? on Twitter. I didn't awesome. tell you that. Yeah, Did you t- know that? Before you tell me who it is, though, yeah. we're getting a lot of new followers yeah. on Tope Suicida Pod. Bunch of fucking weirdos. Really? We're glad to have you, you fucking weirdos. Welcome to the show. Wait, really? Well, we're we got followers? that guy that juggles. We got that uh, couple of other wrestling fans from Todd's episode. So that's three new fans we got. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Let's yeah, give hey, them a shout out. Freaks. We'll see you at a DOA show whenever hey. it happens again. <laughs> What's up, fucking turds? <laughs> Welcome to the shit house, like I like freaks. the show up until they started branding all of us listeners as turds. <laughs> What's up, freaks? You're back in the shit house. Welcome to Tope Suicida Pod, brother. Tell me, tell me, do you, are these new followers like unique and exciting, or are you just stating that they're new? Oh, they, um, I have, uh, blocked three of the four <laughs> that started falling. Why? Uh, because three, because three of the four were either some type of like, uh, you know, like on online sexy yeah. time person or an actual robot, like a Russian sexy robot. <laughs> I mean, I could use a sexy robot right now. Be perfect. And then, and then the last one, I was just followed by uh, a fake Sasha Banks. Twitter oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I know all about that one. Yeah, uh, we just got uh, followed by the fake Liv Morgan. No, not fake. It's just a Liv Morgan fan page on uh, Instagram. Yeah. So oh, okay. We're getting all kinds well, of real people hey. following the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're a real person, would you give us a follow on Twitter? That's at Tope Suicida And if you listen to the show and you see our shit on Facebook, you just like it. If you're not Joel, just like it because Joel. Hey, Joel, shout out to Joel. Big fan. Fucking God bless you, Joel. <laughs> have you God back bless you, can, brother. Because you're liking everything we do on social and we love you. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's God's the show. Work. That's the. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's all she wrote. I think we're four for four on shit houses tonight, Bo. I think so. What do you think? Yeah. Would you brand the first ever shit house shit shit-tacular a success? Yes. And yeah, I, would I would too. I think it's gonna gonna come out nicely when I get it in the edit bay. It's gonna look great. <laughs> no, that that sounded like I said I hated it. But no, I had a really good time. But I'm just saying, there's like giants. Listeners won't know. There's giant swaths of time where we don't do anything that I gotta rip out of there. Yeah, we're just gonna chop that out. We'll chop it out. We only give you guys the premium stuff. Yeah, we did a little tope drip earlier. That's gonna we're gonna do here a little improv bit we did off the cuff, and it was fun. I'm gonna cut that out of the show. That's right. If you don't know what a if you don't know what a tope drip is, check our social because uh, we've got a basically what amounts to a Wikipedia entry. On what a tope drip is. I think that we I, we gotta. I think we gotta go. I'm really hot and sweaty. Temperature update before we go. Okay, uh, ninety four. <laughs> 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 we'll see you guys next time.